Welcome into Grand X Studios, located deep in Le Cure of the Paris of the Southwest, Austin, Texas. This is Backdoor Cover, the most underrated sports podcast in the greater Milky Way area. I am Dan Register, and I am joined, as always, with Ross Boland. What is Le Cure? It's heart in French. Ah. I definitely didn't pronounce it right, though. That's nobody knows how to pronounce no. the word. Paris this. of the Southwest. C O U E R is how they spelled that word. There's three vowels. Wait, O's not a vowel, is it? Yes, it is. Three vowels in a row. The French are insane. My last name is French. Another yeah. insane word. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. They haven't even introduced you yet. What is his last name? His last name is Shivery. Correctly what's pronounced. What's his first too. name? Dylan. Yeah. Thank what's you. What's up, man? Hi, guys. Hi, Dylan. How are you? Hello. So if like you don't even like this podcast, at least you learned something today. If you don't like this podcast, you you can just go fuck yourself. I'm actually going to Paris in a couple months, so I'll be I'll use that word while I'm there. Le cure. I probably won't. Yeah, that should be the first. Like every French person you encounter, you just go up and you say le cure. The, the heart. They'll love it. And they'll be like, "Fuck, fuck's wrong with you?" <laughs> they'll love it. No, they'll. What's love wrong it. with you, white boy? You're gonna be the most popular. Native American in France. Yeah, Native American with a French last name. Tell them you have pelts to trade. Okay. Yeah, that's my other tip. They were on the uh, Native American side, French and Indian War. It's kind of like a uh, don't do confusing it. Confusing name. Okay. No, is what I'm saying. Okay. It's a confused like the French and Indian War. They were actually on the same side. I thought you were going to try to argue that we didn't really do the Native Americans that wrong because we no, had their backs them, in the French and Indian War. We did them very, very <laughs> wrong. Yeah, y'all ruined my my people. We did. We did. Uh, not me I'm still not over it, by the way. I would make the argument that my family wasn't even here yet, that we were in Europe still, but I don't even know that to be true. You're part like, of the white double community. I am. Yeah. I'm one of the, the, the white demons of the world. It's, yes. a, it's a shame. And but so I always see, think I'm, a little less of you. I'm like, poor white. I'm Irish. We were the, uh, the original migrant workers. I'm Scottish, just mentally ill. And uh, it's I don't know what I, I am. wish I could change the color of my skin, but I can't, Dylan. So this is what I have to deal with, all right? Okay. Well, you we tan the cards were dealt, Billy. You, you tan fuck. Yeah, I'm quite tan. You excited for France though? That's what September. Yeah, man, I'm real excited. <laughs> for what? Him going to France? Yeah, I'm going to. You've oh. never been to Europe, right? What about I've Thanksgiving? Europe, That's man. big for you and your people. Uh, I just celebrate that like a normal white. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But thank you. You gonna catch any matches on the pitch? I certainly am not, no. Okay. Oh, wait, okay, for real, serious. Yeah. You need to do some type of European sports thing while you're there. You know, if there's soccer there, I might actually take a game in. I, I said that I said no to you'd, be staying character because I hate the sport. But yeah, but it would be it would be a cultural. Yeah, experience. you just get real fucked up in the stands. Yeah, that's be, it. it could be fun. I don't I don't know uh, what teams are there, and if and if that's even during like in season. They I have lots know. of teams. But, what else uh, do they even have? Like French basketball. Yeah, they have the EuroLeague or whatever. I'm not just going to France, by the way. Right, but yeah. uh, they have like they've got sports. Pre- they pretend they try. They pretend they have sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the actually the Ryder Cup is there this year. As far as you that's know, that's true. And it's in September, but not while I'm there. Oh, they actually already played a tournament there, the French Open. Is that right? Yeah. So a few guys, I think uh, Justin Thomas went just to get like a lay of the land. Oh. for the Ryder Cup. Good for JT. Just yeah. to get a feel for across the pond. Good for yeah. old JT. For how the Redcoats work? The Redcoats? Redcoats are just the English. Yeah, the English, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not the Parisians. Yeah, okay. Or That's something. just people in Paris, right? Parisian? Yeah. Yeah. And Austin, the Paris of the Southwest. Right, Le Cure. 
Like, we have a Paris, Dan, in Texas. So we yeah, there is a Paris, Texas. So we can't you know be that? the Paris of the Southwest. I think I didn't know that. Yeah, there is a Paris, Texas. <laughs> yeah, so this is very confusing, this intro. I've you, never been to Paris, Texas. I don't think I ever need to go there. I, I also Nobody think needs to go there. that I, uh, I've ran out of uh, where to go from the most underrated sports podcast in the greater Milky Way area. It's only been, t- this is the second week. What do you mean you already ran out of stuff to say? You got Third your week. ideas two weeks in? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I just went too fast. Like, I went from Pangea to Milky Way. You tried to. You can always go back down. You tried to reach for the stars scale. or the moon, and instead of landing amongst the clouds, you just crashed back down to Earth. I reached for the galaxy. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, today in sports history, guys, 1961, Roger Maris hits four home runs in a doubleheader during his 61 home run season. Hits 37, 38, 39, and 40. Okay. I have 1961. A I have a question about Maris. Yeah. I understand that this was pre-steroids being developed into the monstrous drug that they became 20, 30 years later in our uh, history as a country. But you're telling me Maris didn't do something sketchy? Oh, I mean, this was peak greenies, right? They used to do like like amphetamines. Maris hit four dingers in in a doubleheader. That's not right. You're not supposed to be able to do that. You're not supposed to. They did super Adderall. It was just readily available in clubhouses. Yeah, Didn't I'm, Roger I'm, Maris hit 61 right after they extended the season to 162 yeah, games? Yeah, it's an asterisk. Babe Ruth asterisk. hit 60 with like 100 and 140 something. So he had more games to hit more right. home runs. Yeah, I want to say that's like fucked up. 48 or something. That's fucked up. And Maris gets all the shine. Yeah, but Babe Ruth like played against like milkmen and guys with like three jobs. Babe Ruth was a fat old white dude. He was just he could have been a milkman. Yeah. And he only played against white dudes. I'm just saying that, like, sure, the competition was a little doughier, but he was a so he was part of that that competition. he was part of that competition. Yeah. yeah, dude, I get it. Like, I totally respect him. Like, he was the greatest athlete of his generation, but his generation was full of like doughy getting old. off yeah. well, their shift at the mill. Yeah, and throwing I, like 50 they didn't have sophisticated uh, training programs like they do now. That's, that's everybody true. who wasn't a white guy was still scared to play the sport, or you'd get chastised. I, I I get both sides of the argument, but come on, don't take away from the babe, the great Bambino. Yeah, I love the babe. I'm just saying Maris... Does Maris uh, not get enough love? He gets plenty. He gets a good amount. Well, no, his just record's for, been broken, he's so got he doesn't get as season. much as he used That's to. That's true. At what point down the road in history do we respect Barry Bonds for what he was? We which don't. Is, I do. We don't? I. He's the greatest player of all time. Dude. Well, he was... He was he was an incredible he, one of the greatest hitters ever, and then he was like, "Fuck this! I'm just going to inject HGH <laughs> he was, straight he was into an my egregious forehead." Cheater. He was a five tool player. Like he was he was a great fielder. He stole bases. He did everything, and, and then, then he just he went just like, all in. Well, on, he was a great fielder until he, he went all in on put power. on sixty pounds of solid muscle. And but became I blame McGuire and Sosa for that. He got jealous. Well, I'm not saying he's uh, he's not mentally fucked up and like has serious issues, probably deep seated issues with his parents or his childhood somewhere. I'm just saying what he did was tight and it made baseball exciting again. He's like, fuck it, I'm just gonna hit dingers. He just started shooting well, up three, four times a day and hitting fucking homers. If you were a professional baseball player during that era and you weren't juicing, you were leaving money on the table. Right. I would have done it too. Barry just went. Uh, I don't a little blame him for doing it, but you also have to acknowledge that yes, he did cheat his balls off. Sure. The part about him that bugs me is that he doesn't just come out and admit it. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, no, I had a needle in my cock during the game or whatever. Like, I don't think they do it to the to the penis. I've but. never been clear on how it works. I'm just saying. Yeah, you're 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 right about that. It's it's 
the lying part is what bugs me. Yeah. That, he should be totally, like, oh, yeah, dude. We were all totally on it. Like these yes. two guys that I have uh, for the next Today in Sports History. Yeah. 1978, Pete Rose breaks the NL hit streak record. Poor Pete. His life is so depressing. <laughs> he just lives in Vegas signing baseballs. Yeah. All-time hits leader, Pete Rose. Not in the Hall of Fame. Widely disgraced. Uh, signs baseballs for at 30 some, bucks a pop. Yeah, at he's some, at like a card convention right now. He's kind of a, a, he's kind of a piece of shit. Really. The guy's a degenerate. That, you've heard the word degenerate. And everybody, everybody knows a person that they describe as a degenerate. I have, and, and I have many are friends. Self-admitted degenerates, and it's of usually course. hyperbole. It's usually just people just being like, oh, "I'm right. I'm a degenerate gambler. I gotta get my life together." Yeah. Like, uh, Pete Rose is an actual degenerate. Like maybe the most hardcore living degenerate on the face of the earth. Degenerate is is defined as having lost the physical, mental, or moral qualities considered normal and desirable. <laughs> Yeah, that that describes him pretty perfectly. Yeah, he's just a piece, man, and uh, you know that's but how a hell you end of a up, baseball player. Hell of a baseball player. That's just that's if you want to be a piece, you can go from being maybe the greatest hitter of all time to uh, signing baseballs in a mall kiosk. It's and the, then in 1999, speaking of controversial figures in sports, Lance Armstrong wins his first Tour de France. This guy I do not wow. care for. I'm not a fan of Lance. Really? Don't like yeah, Lance. I don't like him. I don't Why? like him. I, it's something about his... Austin Zone. Dude, the way he went after people, like counter-suing and yeah, shit. but everyone did. Who else did that? They all... Who did he counter-sue and for what and blood-doped. He, no, no, no. He did I'm not saying lies. for the cheating, dude. The cheating, I totally understand. Again, I'm not against cheating. I'm against <laughs> suing people who accuse you of cheating to try to save your brand or your name or whatever. That's fucked up. Did you wear a Livestrong bracelet at any point? Yes, I did. Everybody did. Yeah. I did because I was anti-cancer. He did a lot for cancer. Dude, he raised like billions of dollars. Still I'm, no cure, but he I'm did a lot. I'm not saying Lance shouldn't get like, you know, whatever system of belief you live by. Like, I'm not saying he didn't cancel out all the bad with some of the good or whatever. I'm just saying I'm not a, personally, I don't like the guy. I don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't see me and Lance getting along in a conversation. We used to see when we worked at our old office in Westlake, yeah. we used to see him bike on 360, just like chilling. What a tool. Yeah. By the way, no, everybody, man. this... What, just Dylan, continuing to do the thing he loves to do. What a, what a tool. What a tool. No, 360 is a death trap. <laughs> Everyone who rides their bike on it is a fucking loser. This Here, thing, here's a true story. What I are these saw, people doing? I saw a dead body on 360 one time. Was it a dumbass riding a bike? Yeah, he got hit by, <laughs> hey, he got hit by a bike. You I'm not kidding. You, you want to know how you die? You ride a bicycle into a yeah. place that's packed with cars. I was. Uh, this was a long time it's ago. It's a highway. And I was, I was driving to school, actually. Fucking idiots. And there was traffic was backed up, and I... I don't know why I'm telling this story. Charlie was back to like, yeah, I guess there's a wreck, and uh, it was just a, a dead person. It was just the, a guy. <laughs> it was just a dead person that uh, had a. It was, yeah. Here's the thing: if you're waking up in the morning and you're like, I got to get this ride in, that's great. But go find a bike trail, or at the very least, a running trail, where the only thing that you could run into is a dumbass that's running. Don't go near the cars, the automobiles. Those are no. that's a different area. That's not for you, bicycle person. Do you run bikes off the road? Is that you? No, but That's I... dangerous, Dan. Don't do that. But what do you do? Like, the, okay, 360, for those who don't live in Austin, is a gigantic open highway that, that has a 70-mile-an-hour speed limit. They call is, it a highway, but it, but it, there are lights on it, so it's not technically a highway. It's a fucking disaster is what it is. It's yeah. always packed. People are either going 70 or they're going 
bumper to bumper, and it's it's not where you want to ride a bicycle. There's no shade. It's just straight concrete, no trees. People get clipped. And people get got on they're, 360 yeah, they have like the little cross memorials like lining the highway. Yeah, they're fucking every, it's just the whole side. They serve as the barricade. But the, the thing is, people don't stop. Every time you ride down 360, there's another jackass on a fucking speed Bike bicycle. Life. He's just booking it in a full spandex leotard. Yeah, anyway, Lance is out there doing his thing. Yeah. And, and Lance is out there. He's still alive as far as we know. How do you get to that point in your life, though, where you're like a grown man wearing spandex? My realtor does it. A lot they, of people it's, do it's, that. It's, like, it's a hobby thing. How it's do you this, get into it, though? It's because there's like, there's similarly to any other hobby you can imagine, there's things you can buy, like a cooler bike, like... Get another, you know, a slightly more expensive bike to step up. Oh, I'm gonna go buy these new brakes and install them myself. Oh, I'm gonna buy that new leotard that's got super aerodynamic, whatever the fuck. I don't know. It's just we need something to spend our money on as humans, and and people also we want all to stay need healthy. Yeah. yeah, they combine it into one thing. That's true. All right, let's get in the show then. Uh, today, our leading story, we have somebody trying to extort Odell Beckham Jr. You guys see this? I didn't see this. Have you seen this? See this? Have you, you heard this? of this? I haven't seen this thing. What Here happened? Have you seen this? Uh, so this guy, uh, Ishmael Temple, says uh, Odell Beckham ordered his employees to beat him up uh, in his home in January in Beverly Hills. Temple claims he suffered major injuries, including broken teeth. He initially sued for $15 million. Uh, Who is this person? Ishmael Temple. Just some guy. Some, just some guy that uh, was chilling in Odell Beckham's house in Beverly Hills. Here's the thing. Uh, this is what you got to do now nowadays. If you're if you're a celebrity and you want to beat somebody's ass, you can't actually do it yourself because you'll get in in more trouble. The cheaper and less dangerous route is is the one that ODB and uh, and James Harden took. James Harden did the same thing, hired somebody to beat the fuck out of allegedly Ralph Sampson's kid or some shit. No, uh, wasn't Malone's kid? I don't know, but <laughs> what, dude? If you're worth $30 million or $100 million and you're 25 years old and, you, and you're one of the most famous people on the planet, you can't just go around cold cocking people, right? Well, sure. So you got to get your boys to do it for you. The problem is then you get sued and charged with like some kind of organized crime situation. Yeah, yeah it's highly of, illegal. James Harden yeah. was accused of uh, beating the shit out of uh, Moses Malone Jr. Via security guards, not with his own yeah. hands. Uh, same thing here with Odell Beckham. Uh, but Beckham says he is being extorted by a man in this frivolous lawsuit. But Temple's lawyers have filed new docs, including an alleged email exchange with Beckham's attorney. Oh, no. And it's loaded with new bombshell allegations, according to TMZ. Oh, fuck yeah. I believe this stuff like this. I love reading TMZ's uh, <laughs> like breaking news. Because they use phrases like bombshell allegations. Dude, say what you want about TMZ. It's the best. They're so fucking They're pretty accurate. accurate. Oh, they're, they're they so kill kick it. ass. It, the, the thing that they don't get enough respect for is their boots on the ground. They're They've just got shameless. people fucking everywhere. Well, it's it's Joe Schmoes who like records something awesome. Like, I can sell this to TMZ. It's not like they work well, for Well, I'm TMZ. talking about the report. They've got actual TMZ reporters well, sure. that they yeah. send out like fucking everywhere. Like, if you, Demi Lovato, overdosed on heroin yesterday, I guarantee you there was a TMZ guy like crawling around in her attic within an hour of that news breaking. Yeah. Like, if, if I'm, you know, downtown Austin and Leo DiCaprio has his wiener out on the street and I record right. it, I'm like, I could probably make some money off this video. I'm, I'm going to send this to TMZ. He just goes hog TMZ. out. Yeah. Leo. Yeah. Just cranking. Just saying, I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, among the evidence the uh, that Temple's attorneys claim that they they have is an email that uh, 
has says that Odell paid 1k to sleep with a girl from Arizona visiting LA. That's a cheap price to pay. Yeah, $1000. It's almost like if you're Odell and you're having to pay $1000 to sleep with somebody, isn't the $1000 price tag offset by the fact that you're Odell? Like, why is, why is he having to pay to get laid? Dude, that's like okay. That's if you, the better if you, question. If you break that's also a good question. If you break it down to you know, normal man paying for a prostitute or whatever, what is that like 10 bucks for me? $1000 for him? $10? Or even if it was 100. What a fucking $100 prostitute? What are you doing, dude? Go to <laughs> Vegas and pay 50 grand and nobody ever finds out. <laughs> and then my favorite part of this story, uh the the Temple's lawyer says he has evidence of drugs of the most prohibited type. Oh, readily, shit, dude. Readily available and consumed at his parties. The most this, prohibited type. What, what, what kind of drugs is that? This reeks of BS. Sounds like heroin. I That's heroin? I Opium? can't see Odell paying $1,000 to sleep with some Arizona girl visiting LA. And nobody gives a shit if there are drugs at his parties. What, what is that? It's not an accusation. It's not illegal to have drugs at your parties after the fact. I can't call the police and be like, this dude, Dan, had drugs at his party. Uh, Dylan's microphone just <laughs> broke off the stand. So now he's holding it and and he is jokingly trying to deep throat it. Which he, is he made that last part up. The rest of it's totally accurate though. I he was doing it. I yeah, saw Dan it. Dan saw it. I seen it. He seen it. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I dude this happens like every day in the in the celebrity world now where somebody's being accused of something and you never know if they did it and they end up having to settle out of court and it just it sucks, but it also swings both ways. If you're Odell and you actually did this you know that all you have to do when the news breaks is say that these are outrageous allegations, uh, I'm being extorted. Nobody is ever going to know one way or the other. Right. It's like he said, she said. Yeah, I think you got to start using this to your advantage if you're an A-list celebrity. <laughs> Not, just, have I, your, just hire I, goons to beat up Now, all let me be problems. clear. I don't mean to use that in any way regarding women, females, uh, sexuality of any kind at all. I'm talking about just for the purposes of violence, just beating down on, you know. Yeah, maybe homeboy was just lurking at your home too long. You got to beat people down. Everybody knows you got to beat people down. What else is going on? Uh, So in the NFL, we got Todd Gurley, just signed a four-year, $60 million extension. $45 million guaranteed, which is the most ever for running back. And it's the perfect example of like, how little money these NFL oh, dudes you, make. You want I had some this, comparison? I had this conversation with Dave yesterday, man. These guys, they he, get he, he's considered so like one of the, probably the one best, of the best, probably running, best running back yeah. in the league. This is like a record-setting contract. They have a short career, running backs do, yeah. over any other position probably in the NFL. Is, this is the only contract and he this, will get. He's getting pennies compared to you know big-time well, MLB and NBA contracts. He's got... Two more years on his first contract, then he's got four years on the extension. So he's going to be in L.A. for six years. But this is it. So He's yeah, not going to be a good running back in six years. He'll probably be – I mean, odds are he'll be dead. dead. That's the lifespan of NFL. Dead or at least not a running back You anymore. go from the world's greatest to just dead. Yes. Yes. Uh, just for some comparison, Tim- Timothy Mozgov a few years ago signed a four-year $64 million Jesus, I don't even know who that is. Every time somebody says Timothy Mozgov, I think they're going to say Timothy McVeigh. Who's Timothy Mozgov? Which is the guy who bombed uh, Oklahoma City. Center, former center for the Lakers. He signed the deal. I think he's in Brooklyn He's now? a Sounds large, like white European man who's not very good at basketball. No. And he got paid more than Gurley, who could end up being one of the best running backs to ever be in the NFL. He could. He legitimately could. He's very, very talented. And uh, Mozgov is a nobody who you don't even know who he is. 
Timofey Timofey. His name is spelled T I M O F E Y. Timofey Mozgov is Russian and is currently a member of anybody want to guess who the he Brooke, played for? Seventy Sixers. <laughs> the Orlando Magic. Oh, the Magic. Yeah. Oh man. And the Orlando he's set to make uh, fifteen million dollars. <clears throat> yeah. Um, he so, played for the Nets last season. And I, I know we're going to talk about Julio Jones here in a minute. But anytime one of these guys holds out, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Go get, get your money. Go yeah. get your paper. These guys, they get the boned. NFL, they get look, boned. And it, it sounds kind of stupid since they are making millions of dollars and they're going to be set for their life if they're fuck not that, stupid. Fuck that, dude. That's not how it but works. But still, like, compared to MLB, where there's no salary cap. And NBA, right. where there's just stupid money getting thrown around. Here's, Plus the NFL, and you're you're playing a grueling fucking sport. Let's talk about let's let's put it in perspective. The NFL is also raking in so much cash. Life is not fair. First of all, that's the the just the beginning of it. Like, you gotta understand before you're 25 years old, you're gonna get fucked left and right. Then, the age old you know dad logic of like, how could you complain? You're making millions right. of dollars to play a game. Fuck that. That is yeah, the worst argument in the history of arguments. These guys have to work their dicks off. It's not about... It's The mar- the market sets how much money you make, right? Yeah, like, your company, too. It's like a percentage of whatever you're worth right. is what you should get. So it's it's ridiculous to make that argument. Oh, just playing a game. Dude, d- yeah. Let's, let's say you're a first-year rookie running back, and you're on a three-year contract. If you have a breakout rookie season, and you rush for, I don't know, 1,300, 1,400 yards, sure. and you're making, you know... What a rookie probably should get paid. If you don't hold out the next offseason, you're, you're doing insane. yourself an incredible disservice. You're insane. Yes. You're stupid for not holding out. If when it comes to football as a sport, and I mean this at every level, if there's any opportunity to hold out and not play the game, and as a result you get more money, do always it. do it. Yeah. If it's your bowl game in college, skip that shit. Fuck that. Sit yeah. that out. If it's your after your rookie deal in the NFL, sit the fuck out. Do whatever you have to do. Get the money from these people. Because they don't give a fuck about you. And you're essentially a gladiator wearing a helmet. Yeah. I mean, you do got to factor in, like, NFL rosters of what? 52? 52 men? 53 men. And that compared to, like, a basketball, like, NBA, it's 12 men. Oh, sure. There's the reasons why they don't Dude, get paid but yeah, much. most of those dudes aren't getting paid shit, though. It's like True. a bunch of guys making 300K. And the NFL makes more money than any other league. That's the part that's, that's fucked up. That's really the, And the, the other part of it, the other argument is the players keep boning themselves with these collective bargaining agreements where they don't demand more, right? Like, if they want to make the kind of money that NBA and MLB guys make, all they have to do is go on strike. It's pretty fucking simple. Plus, quality of life is just so much worse Yeah, for former NFL players. It is. And I, I think the other part of this is that guys' careers are so short in the league based on in the, in the uh, NFL based on how violent the sport is, how violent the game is. So if you tell guys that the collective you know, the fucking meeting they have with all their players and representatives or whatever, if they're like, look, we could get all of us more money, but we're going to have to hold out for at least one season, and that's at least one season off of all y'all's careers is just going to be disappeared. What America And do? a lot of those guys are looking at themselves. Football? Yeah, first of all, the country would probably... That, that would be the straw that broke the camel's back. In, yeah. Into a straight, straight up uh, state of disarray. But also, a lot of these guys are looking around like, well, fuck that, I've only got three, four years. It would and be I'm going to sit one out? I don't Ross, think so. It would be the purge without football. Yeah, probably. 
but it's a, it's a shitty situation. They got to figure it out because that's ridiculous. Gurley gets this record breaking contract and it's forty five million guaranteed. There are guys in the NBA dudes who getting can't like hit a Solomon layup. Hill money. Like, yeah, that's fucked up, man. <laughs> Dude, Kevin Love's getting thirty a year now. Oh, <laughs> Kevin Love. We'll get to that. And you know he's just gonna get fat. Well, twice as much as Gurley. <laughs> he's in Cleveland. He doesn't give a fuck. We'll get to that. Uh, more NFL news. We got Earl Thomas, who is also and Julio Jones, both holding out. Uh, seems that Earl Thomas is done with Seattle, though. Uh, he put his house up on the market. Like everybody's done with Seattle. Yeah. A lot of rumblings Except about Thomas to the Cowboys or Raiders. Apparently, uh, there's a report that he went up to Mark Davis and said, come get me. Okay. So, That's very Earl dramatic. I, ho- I, love, I hope he's not a Cowboy. Cause I would love still to see him go to, the, go to the boys. He's got a few more good years in him. Uh, Hell yeah. I mean... He's only 29. What I don't know what happened with the Seahawks. This is, is an interesting utter disarray. Little case study. They've got ex Seahawks like Richard Sherman talking about how they lost their way and shit. And I think they just all really hate Russell. That uh, wouldn't surprise Wilson. Me. Russell Wilson. That yeah. wouldn't surprise me if if it was I at least him. if it was part of it. I hate Pete Carroll too. I think Pete Carroll's the most insufferable coach in any sport. Period. But it's his gum. It's the way he chooses <laughs> gum. I can't stand yeah. it. But Russell Wilson, I don't even hate anymore. I do. It's at the point where. I won't, I would never hang out with the guy. I think he's a total goober. I'm not down to like kick it with he's Russell. He's a square. He is. He's a huge square. He's a huge pussy. You don't want to like hang out with him and help him watch Future's Child. No, but and dude, that, people can make that joke all they want. At the end of the day, if you're Russell Wilson, you just look over and there's Sierra twerking six feet away from you at any given moment, and it's like, well, fuck it, dude. I'll look, dude. If I will, complete I will watch one eighty three or four of, of Future's Children. You're going from Future to Russell Wilson, like just. Total 180 in the men department for Sierra. It, it's hard to say exactly how big of a shift that was because nobody knows what future's like. I, I have no idea what that dude's like. We know he sips the perp every day, and that's that's his persona that he puts out. He sips we, we know we know after <laughs> he fucks her, he makes her pee. We know that. We do know that. I did see. I did not know that. Now Dylan knows that. He's still holding the microphone, by the way. Um, Sip on that perp. S- my point is, Sierra is ridiculously good looking and maybe the best dancer on the planet maybe okay at least compared to attractiveness and dancing no one has got both of those as high up as she does she could be like the hottest stripper on the face of the earth man was it about if you can dance or if you for me if you can sing really well you it's like hot three as points of hot point, dude it ju- that's just points. the way it works. dancing especially like I, that shit kills me i was at a, a karaoke bar one night and this this girl sang the song from uh, Chicago, the musical. Sure. All that jazz is that from Chicago? Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. Micah confirms yes with a with a head nod, and then she just nailed it, and I, I fell in love with her. She was like a four. I was like, I want to, <laughs> I want to marry this chick. Yeah. She just crushed it. it. That gets you, it bumps you up like four or five points easily. I still think about her. But Sierra, like, dude, I watched the uh, Russell Wilson put up the the shimmy challenge, whatever the fuck it's called, the shimmy, the Drake song challenge. Uh, uh, in my feelings, the Kiki Do you thing. Love me? Yeah, he put that shit up, and his challenge was him leaning against a table and just watching while Sierra crushed it. That's what I would be doing. <laughs> and I was like, that was the moment that I I I lost all hatred for Russell Wilson. I'm completely back on his side. Uh, I, again, I don't want to hang out with him. I don't think he's cool, but I get it. It's the double the double lazy eye thing that really gets me with him. It's everything about him that gets me. I mean, it's like just open them both. All what the about all the uh, the like pre Twitter age, uh, non confirmed, obviously just like urban legends about Sierra, where it's like a she was like a hermaphrodite oh, or something. 
How did yeah, that start? Yeah, people always used to make the joke that she had a that she used to be a man or that she had a penis or whatever. That's so fucking stupid. And yeah. it's that like, that one really pissed me off though. Like most celebrity rumors, it's like, ah, that's kind of funny, man. I wonder if it's true. This one was just so blatantly bullshit, and it was ruining one of the hottest celebrities on the planet. It really was. I was like, Dude. how did we all know that though? Like, I was I was in my teens or whatever. I was like, I don't know. The whole world knew that one. It's kind of I like somehow missed that one. Oh, for real? Yeah. Well, it, the point that this was a very, very, it was like an urban legend. It became like such a big rumor that every fucking kid on the planet knew it. And I was like 16 years yeah, old. It, it was, it's kind of like, it was a little after like everybody in, on the planet knew Marilyn Manson got like a rib yeah, removed. Yeah, it was to that same dick. level of same urban thing. legend. Yeah. That he took his rib out to suck his own dick. Yeah. The, the thing is, I didn't crank to Marilyn Manson. I don't give a shit about the rumors Never. about him trying to suck his own Never D. Never cranked. I do care about, not to Marilyn Manson, I do, I cranked often. Still do on some occasions. I, I do care about Sierra. Right? I don't need sure. to be thinking that she has a penis. She's a beautiful woman. Not that there would be anything wrong with that if she did have a penis. Not that there's I'm anything saying, wrong with that. That's not for me. That's nope, not for that's me. She was, she was unfairly preference. thrown under that jice. Like that. Think about how devastating that must have been. If somebody started a rumor that I had a vagina, for instance, that I also. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, just saying. That would be, and it took up, it picked up steam the way her rumor did, where the whole world suddenly thinks like, did you hear about this Ross Boland dude? He has a vagina, but he's a man. Yeah, that podcast guy in Austin, straight up vagina down there. That would suck, the Paris man. Paris the Southwest. And, and like, again, not that there'd be anything wrong with that. It's just like, that's just not true. I don't have a vagina. <laughs> no. I have a penis. It's just factually inaccurate. It's just factually inaccurate. And it's the kind of thing that you, you can't really disprove unless you just pull your show pants it. down and you show the world. You gotta show everybody. And that's not fun. That shouldn't be expected of you. I don't want to have to show the whole world my piece. I, I wouldn't want to. It's mine. It's for me. It's private. A yeah, private it's for part. my family. Well, okay. Hey, Man. guys. Do you know about the deals that are going on at RowdyGentleman.com right now? I heard something about them. I honestly don't know. We got new gear out today. New vintage tees, hats, koozies. Wait, is it the fall line? Uh, yeah. Fall line is live. Holy shit. This shit is hot. Some good looking stuff. No, it really is. Yeah. Uh, with the promo code BACKDOOR, Micah, you get 10% off that? 10 whole percent off brand new items. All on RG.com, RoddyGentleman.com. Uh, the hat the hat lineup, they're sitting, there's a bunch of samples sitting out there. It's right the best, dude, I hadn't even made. seen all this. Oh, my God. The this hats is, are stupid. This and is by good stupid, shit, I mean bro. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So, yeah, go to RoddyGentleman.com. Use the promo code BACKDOOR for 10% off your checkout. And, uh... Load up for the fall. It's load up time, baby. Yeah. Load up, bitches. All right, let's get into some NBA talk. Yay. Uh, fuck it. Let's start with Mellow to the Rockets. Yeah, why not? This is happening. Is that a, It's not official yet, though? Oh, it's official. Oh, it's, it's official. <laughs> it's unofficially official. The, the thing that you need to accept here, as if you're a Rockets fan and you're upset about this, which many, many people are, Carmelo Anthony's not a popular guy, for the record. And having the take that you don't want Carmelo on your team is not original. Everyone has that take. No one wants Carmelo Anthony on their team. He's a terrible human being. He doesn't really care about winning. And none of that matters because we're paying him $1.7 million. The NBA is picking up the rest of the tab on the veterans minimum deal. Well, he's also getting paid from his old deal. About $24 million for that. Yeah, he's yeah, making 27. a killing. He's getting like $30 million He's year. making a killing. But I mean just for the Rockets' salary cap purposes. All-time finesse. You have to take this risk. It is a, 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 there is no losing. Why not? Just you, have them fire threes. Nobody is going <laughs> to beat the Warriors anyway, dude. This is a, this is all about 
star power at this point in making your team as entertaining as possible unless you're the Golden State Warriors in which case it's about just collecting rings until somebody figures out how to break up your team you have to sign Carmelo Anthony you have to have sign to. him <laughs> you're, you're an idiot if you don't this is the easiest move of all time and I mean video's already out there man he's he's working hard this is the most motivated and in shape he's been in a long time since last offseason since last I off question <laughs> Yeah, what kind of minutes is he going to get come playoff time? That is completely up in the air. Still, I honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if he wasn't on the team come playoff. Ten time. to twenty, <laughs> ten to twenty minutes, uh, at least. I I I think that has the greatest odds of being around. He's where what Ganarizo's minutes probably. Fuck no, because d- he's getting Ryan Anderson's minutes. That's the beauty of this. Some whoever replaces Ariza has to be able to play defense. It might be Ennis or whatever that other guy we just signed. Hey man, Melo used to play defense in Denver. Kind of. That was 15 years ago, man. <laughs> he can't Just play effort. defense. He he. All he has to do is replace Ryan Anderson, who inevitably the Sacramento Kings will take off of the Rockets' hands because that's what's... Sacramento, people don't know this. The Sacramento Kings franchise exists solely to do deals to take money off the books for the Rockets. And, draft, the o- and draft Blue Bloods. That's the only college. reason they exist. Like big-name college players that aren't really good in the NBA. Yeah. That's what Sacramento Kings do. They're going to take Ryan Anderson, who got so gun-shy that he stopped shooting the ball for some reason. And we just plug Carmelo in there. He's a black, better Ryan Anderson. Who doesn't take that deal? You have to. I mean, you're... Yeah. Now maybe, but you're definitely underselling Melo. I, I love Melo as his entire career. I've I've been a Melo stan almost. Okay, but Carmelo Anthony has never won anything in the NBA. That's Olympic gold medals, Ross. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with the NBA. <laughs> nothing. And everybody appreciates the hard work that Melo put in for the uh, Olympic team. He L- loves himself a good team USA. He does for some reason. And Which, for whatever reason, he was extremely productive and played as a team player that whole time. Great little know. transition there. Kawhi Leonard is skipping Team USA minicamp to focus on preparing to play for Toronto. A uh, little one last shot at Pop on his way out. Oh, shit. Because Pop's, Pop's coaching. Team him. USA coach. That huh? is funny. This guy is a fucking... Well, the NBA as a whole, very petty league. Very petty. Everybody who's a big NBA fan, especially on NBA Twitter, is fully aware of the pettiness but I think uh, <laughs> Sixers own Joel Embiid even like put out an Instagram just saying he missed basketball and all the pettiness and he said he missed, he missed yeah. the trolling and that's one of the things he missed. <laughs> yeah, dude. But Kawhi Leonard's a fucking loser. This is uh, this is <laughs> pathetic, dude. How are you gonna skip the fucking? It's you're representing your country, man. It's bigger than you. Yeah, he he has not looked good during this whole fallout. He hasn't said anything. What a loser! <laughs> but he's he's looking looking like a bitch. He, he is. Get your ass. I up don't to know. Canada. All right. So there's another story that came out yesterday that Danny Green played last year with a torn groin. Uh, so maybe Tight. Kawhi wasn't wrong in mistrusting the training staff. By the way, he's not sticking it to Popovich. He's just embarrassed. I think he doesn't. I thought he. I think he doesn't want to show I his think face. It's. Maybe I. It looks like he's being a dick to Pop. I don't think he's trying to stick it. Pop's, he's fine. Trust me, he doesn't give a fuck. About Can we this. not? Let's That's not overlook point. this story though. How the fuck did Danny Green play with a torn groin for the entire year? How do you uh, not notice that? that? I, th- I've, I probably had a torn, torn groin for the last like fifteen years. It's not a big deal. Danny Green sucks. He, he running up and down a court. <laughs> Danny Green sucks. <laughs> That's probably suck. why he sucked. He, he had does kind of suck. Yeah, and look, the staff just didn't didn't diagnose it. The uh, the situ- I'm gonna love watching Kawhi Pitt play in a fucking Raptors jersey, just knowing that no matter Jurassic what happens, Park. he has no chance of winning. It's gonna be great. I mean, they're gonna win. I know. I mean, I mean a championship, winning. like a champion. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They I'm, might win the East very I'm well. I'm not I don't happy know. about Kawhi Leonard beating the East. 
As a Sixers fan. Dude, I... That's a solid team. I will put myself out on the line and say that I will be very surprised if Kawhi lives up to the hype of Kawhi in Toronto. This is a whole new spotlight. It's his team. There's no Popovich to take the weight off of you. You just put everybody through the ringer this whole fucking last year and a half with all this contract shit and wanting to be traded and go to L.A. I I do not think he lives up to the somehow like people like you without actually saying a word. People like you who think he's a top three player or whatever. Like all right, maybe. I think this this he season might be more top five. Top this seven. season will change that. Dylan perception. said top seven. Yeah, top seven. I just don't see it. Not I don't love to Anthony. Davis. I don't get me wrong. I think he's a great player. I just don't think he's as good as people try to make him out to be. Which it's is fair, like, but he's an upgrade for over DeRozan, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Who, yeah. by the way, is he? Just seems really butthurt right now about Toronto. Just he should be, up. dude. I think he went all in. Like he was like, "Look, I'll play my whole career here." He did. He said, "I gave everything I had for that team." And they were every like, every single day and night, whatever was asked for me to make us better. For a guy who's gonna be there for probably just one season. Yeah, it sucks. I think he's still got two years on his contract in no, San Antonio. No, Kawhi. Oh, Kawhi. Oh, will gotcha, only be gotcha. in Toronto for one year. Oh, no, DeRozan just signed a, I'm pretty sure, like a max contract. Yeah, he's two or three contract. years uh, The problem with DeRozan is, like, it's definitely some sour grapes. But, like, his biggest thing is not that he got traded. It's that they told him during Summer League, like a week before they You're traded him, that they're not going to trade him, and then they did. So he's also the, he's very sensitive. He's he, very in his I mean, feelings right but now. But here's how you know if an NBA player is rightfully in their feelings. Do a bunch of other NBA players who are respected come out and That's say a good point. they fucked him, which happened in this case. Players all around Dude, the league on different teams were we like, had, we had guys coming out saying they should build a Demar Derozan statue outside of Jurassic Park. He made Toronto. He's into the, the he's franchise. Like Toronto's leading yes. scorer all time or something. It's he, he leads all the statistic, like statistical categories. This is the comparison that I would make. It's like if and granted the he Raptors never won a championship or anything like that. But if the Rockets in the or your favorite team, imagine your favorite team and imagine the best player your favorite team has ever had. It'd be like if they just traded him on a whim for one year shot at Kawhi. That's fucked up. It's fucked up. It is fucked up. Yeah. They fucked him. They fucked him good and proper. And again, it's like, well, he's going to make, what, $30 million or whatever he's going to make. So he'll be fine. But it's just a bummer. Yeah. I mean, I don't like the deal really for either team. Because Kawhi can walk. It's a dumbass opportunity for Toronto. And for I, the I know Spurs, I feel like they could have gotten more. I, dude, I think for San Antonio, that was as good as it was going to get. I Just think they really did a good stay job. Stay competitive? Yeah, I think they did a good job. Make sure you get a perennial all-star in return, somebody who fits the mold of your of your culture, and then you're getting rid of a guy who you know he's not staying in Toronto. Just This is basically a pit stop now for him on the way to... Maybe he falls in love with it. Maybe Drake talks him up. <laughs> Probably not. Who knows? Though. But speaking of all-stars... Uh, sorry, one other yeah. thing on, on the uh, Kawhi situation. I was listening to the Zach Lowe podcast uh, today, and he was on with... He had a, a Spurs writer, and apparently there is a big issue that Kawhi had that when he was at the all-star game, other teams gave their players, like, dope rides to roll around in, and Kawhi, like, the Spurs just gave him, like, a minivan or some shit, and that this was, like, part of the reason that he was, uh, he was upset. And... Since Kawhi never talks to the media or, or anyone. to anyone or has social media or apparently to the Spurs, nobody like the Spurs knew. were totally blindsided by. Like the Spurs didn't know this was something that would upset him. I thought he drove like a like a 1998 like Civic. I thought he was like super simple. Yeah, it's 
the the whole thing is crazy, and it'll continue to be written I about think for that years whole to come. Narrative. And he he turned down his uh, Jordan deal. Like I, I think. That, oh, he's a free agent next year. Yeah, he's a free agent. With a shoe, shoe deal. free agent. I too. think that whole narrative about Kawhi being the everyman who drives a Mazda and just wants to put in work came as the result of the Spurs culture and him never speaking. <laughs> right, like they just started talking up this. Kawhi is such a good, quiet guy, and Kawhi was just too uh, quiet to even be like, actually, no, nah, I, I kind of want to stunt. Could you guys please get me a fucking Lambo to ride around in during the All-Star break? Because <laughs> he just didn't say shit. That's it's a bummer. That's fair. Uh, as Dylan mentioned earlier, Kevin Love got the bag. Four years, $120 million. You got to pay somebody, I suppose, if you're the Cavs. <laughs> Gotta hit, gotta hit. Like, isn't there like a minimum cap you have to reach as a team? I think so. <laughs> Kevin Love, I don't know. I don't. Good for him. I don't have anything else to say. I about hope that. he just puts up numbers. I hope there. He will. Oh, he absolutely will. He, he goes did it in double, Minnesota. double, all Dude, season long. Do you remember how dominant he was in Minnesota? Uh, in yeah. Minnesota? That was fat Kevin Love. You I gotta hope he gets fat again. Just eat and and get buckets. Remember, what, fat Kevin Love. He was like white trash Kevin Love, like his UCLA days. Yep. Oh, yeah, like a chin strap beard. He yeah. Like trash. <laughs> yeah. He's really grown up. Man, the Cavs. But I think he needs to go back. I know. It's depressing how to do think you, about. How do you go to a Cavs game at this point? It's depressing to think about, man. You get to see Colin Sexton. I feel bad Kevin for those Love. people. It's Cleveland is just it's a tough sports town, man. I don't know, man. Browns are looking up. Things are looking up for no, the Browns. No, they're not, Dan. Baker just signed his deal. He's ready for training shit. camp. Let's talk about Dwight Howard. Let's do it. Maybe the cheesiest quote in the history of pre-prepared uh, press conference quotes. Oh, can we can we just uh, put out there, though? Dwight Howard to the Wizards, official. Oh, yeah. Perfect fit or uh, disaster? It's a, if it's a disaster, it is a perfect fit because that is the most hateable team oh, with the most hateable player in the NBA. We're it, all rooting for him to it's, it's, it's. I think it's a great fit because they all hate each other. He's such a douchebag so it's and like, he's so soft. I feel like Dwight Howard's going to get a pass here. Because like Beal and and Wall are too busy hating each other that Dwight Howard is just gonna kind of slide by under the radar. I am I am not anti Dwight Howard. For the record, let the record show that everyone else in the room may hate him. Future Hall of Famer Dwight Howard. I don't hate Dwight Howard. I don't have a problem with Dwight. I think it's hilarious. It's not his fault. People keep keep trying to get him to play basketball. Don't pay him then if you don't want him on your team. Why do people keep signing the guy? Because. He's worth something. Yeah, he's still a talented individual. He said, I learned magic in eight years. Uh, when I traveled to La La Land. I worked with rockets. I learned to fly with some hawks and got stung by the hornets. And it all taught me how to be a wizard. He said that out loud into Love a that. microphone. It's great. Yeah, it's in great his quote. defense, he said it with a big shit-eating grin. He yes, knew it was that, stupid. that to me makes it worse. No, he thought it was funny, Dylan. He didn't think it was stupid. He yeah, thought that he, was a cute, clever line. He thought he was he crushing it. Do you think he had somebody else write that? <laughs> Absolutely. It's probably one of his kids. And the beauty of it is he's smiling like that, like a fucking idiot, because he's like, I got to put on my most charming Dwight smile for the cameras because this dumbass video is going to get played everywhere. That's the type of dude he is. I like Dwight Howard. I think he's misunderstood. He's a fucking child. No, he's not a winner by the, by the way we define it. No. And uh, and I understand why a lot of people don't like him. But me, me personally, this is exact type of shit, this cheesy dumb shit that he does that I fucking love. Because <laughs> it's so bad that it's good. It's, it's, that's such a bad line. A terrible line. His haircut's terrible. His fucking clothes are terrible. 
I love the guy. I mean, and last year he was kind of like not really nobody cares on he'll anyone's s- radar because he was in Charlotte. Dude, he'll still have like a twenty twenty game here and there, and and uh, you know he's a good rebounder and he can play decent defense around the rim. But he's getting older. He's a fucking eight year old mentally. It uh, you he's get an what old you, school center. You get what you pay for with Dwight Howard. It's I mean, not like he's Dwight Howard's going to fire threes. He's an old school center in the in the, actually he can shoot threes better than he can shoot uh, free throws. Free throws, for example, <laughs> but. He's an old school center in that he's big. He's not good at being a center. He's not. He can't fucking shoot a layup. He can't do a turnaround hook shot. He can't do anything in the post. He can't dunk. He won't dunk on but people. But yet he demands like 10 post-ups a game. That's always been the beef on him. That he just can't. He if doesn't they get just the ball said, enough. hey, Dwight, just play defense and rebound. You could be the best defense and rebounding player in the league, even at the age of 38. Like He could do that for another 10 years, but he demands that every game start with four consecutive post-ups for Feed Dwight. Me. And he still can't score in the post. He's never been able to do it. Yeah, I don't know. He's the fucking worst, Bill. No, I love Dwight. He's the well, worst. Well, Swaggy's the worst. Yeah, but I was going to say. I, lo- I love Dwight Howard. <laughs> Dwight Howard is not close to the most hateable player in the league for me. But that's just for me. Everybody has different opinions. Enough about Dwight Howard. Yeah. Uh, Michael Beasley to the Lakers. Nobody cares. How many fucking roster spots do the Lakers have? Nobody cares, man. This is the exact same thing LeBron's <laughs> what done the last few offseasons. He puts together this fucking Frankenstein of a team. They have such a good young core, though. That Why does Who's going to get minutes? LeBron is a genius, just for the record. Because what he's doing here is he's, he's, hung, he's hanging up the jersey, pretty much. He's moving to L.A. This is all about brand Doesn't building. care about winning anymore? And now all he's he has done? to do... I don't think he cares about winning anymore like, like he used to. No, you don't go to L.A. If you wanted to win, you'd go to Houston. Or you go to Philly, or you go to Boston. He's punting on the season. He's just gonna. I don't think he's punting on the season. I think he's punting on his basketball career being all about championships. I think it's more about branding and popularity now. And you got to sign all these dudes with recognizable names to be on your team. You can't have a bunch of fucking nobodies running around you. You need to sell jerseys. You need to put asses in seats. I mean, you got Lonzo. You got Kuzma. Beasley, Lonzo. who gives a? They got Lance Stevenson. Lonzo's they got they got dude. Their bad. roster is absolutely ridiculous <laughs> right now. It's ju- it's like a joke. It is. And then our final news for from the NBA: Marcus Gasol saved a uh, Cameroonian woman who was floating on a piece of wood in the Mediterranean Sea. This is tight. For the record, the other the other notable Lakers: Rajon Rondo, <laughs> Lance Stevenson, right? Javel McGee, Javel McGee, Luau Dang. Oh no, <laughs> Lonzo Ball, Gary Payton the second. Luau Deng's in the league still. Yeah, Michael Beasley. Wait, Gary Payton the second is on the Lakers at the moment. Yeah, Gary Payton was on that Lakers team that was that had all the stars <laughs> yes. with Carl Malone, and there was a Steve nightmare. Nash. Yeah, that just well, or no, was that it was before no, that, Nash. Yeah, that was that was before yeah. Nash, and you're fucking right. Dwight Howard came to the Lakers too. If you're looking around, what a fucking circus! If you're Brandon Ingram or Kyle Kuzma right now, you've got to be looking around this locker room or Lonzo, I guess. But Alonzo probably enjoys it. You got to be looking around the locker room like, God damn it. Why the fuck did we sign <laughs> Caldwell Pope? Like, it went from your team and you being the future to the LeBron James circus and you have fucking Rajon Rondo over in the corner like, so do you sharpening a knife. where I was coming from when I said, I don't want LeBron the GM? No, I absolutely yeah. understand. Like, that's that was my same argument is like, if you're already on the cusp like Philly is or like Houston is, and you bring in LeBron, that becomes... Whether you like it or not, the Philadelphia LeBron Jameses or the Houston LeBron Jameses or whatever. Like, it's his team. He gets to do everything he wants. It's all about him. And that entire year or multiple year span of your franchise becomes all about LeBron James. It's, it's a different feel. It's a different thing. And that's a, 
This is the risk you run, him bringing in like nine washed, recognizable dudes. How long does it take till he's just like, uh, like a statement comes out from like Stephen A. Smith or something like, LeBron is not happy in L.A.? Oh, God. I don't think that's going to happen, man. I think this is a whole different leaf for his career that he's turned over here. I really do. I don't think that's going to happen. He's just becoming apathetic to winning. He's not just, even that. It's just he knows what's more important at this point. It's bigger than basketball. He's got a legacy and an empire and a family and several generations worth of Jameses to worry about here. It's not all about getting rings. We can all pretend it is, but it's really, really not. Like, if, if it was all about getting rings, LeBron wouldn't be the most popular player in the league. If it was all about getting rings, LeBron wouldn't be LeBron. It's not all about getting rings. It's about being the best, and it's about making money and getting your brand to be as big as possible. And that's he's accomplishing all of that with this move. It's genius. Yeah. Fuck rings, dude. <laughs> Who cares? Championships don't mean shit. They do, and for the greatest of all time argument, they do. But for real, who gives a shit? If you're LeBron and they tell you, hey, look, man, you can go to L.A. and make another $100 million before you die, an extra $100 million on your net value or whatever, or you could have two more rings. That is the easiest decision of all time. You take the other $100 million. Fuck the rings. Buy your own rings. They could say world business champion or some shit. World's best dad. Makes sense to me. I totally see what he's doing. Damn, Bill. Do you, do you guys Bill want to delve into that, uh, that Marcus All story? <laughs> just on his yacht in the Mediterranean. What happened? It's very confusing. Just came across a, a woman who, who was floating on a piece of wood for 48 hours. Driftwood. Driftwood. <laughs> he saved a woman in the ocean, dude. This is not something that happens Holy every shit. day. <laughs> yeah. I really like Marcus All. How did she get, how did she get there? Do we know? I'm uh, looking it up. It, there was a uh, shipwreck. She was a migrant. Yeah. An old-fashioned shipwreck? Old-fashioned shipwreck. This says, this headline... On NBA.NBCSports.com says, Mark Gasol spending summer helping rescue migrants lost at sea in Mediterranean. <laughs> I didn't realize that he was actively trying to do that. But that's this is legit. Wait, he took his yacht out to the middle of the Mediterranean looking for migrants floating? I'm very confused. Or did he stumble across them? No, no, no. It's, it looks like he's volunteering aboard a ship. This vessel that helps rex rescue. So he's not on a yacht. No, all. it doesn't sound like uh -huh. it. migrants trying to get the Medi cr trying to get across the Mediterranean to Europe. So Mark is out there, and this woman that he saved was a Cameroonian woman clinging to a piece of wood named Josepha. She survived a shipwreck ninety miles off the Libyan coast, and uh, oh fuck! What? Well, I have to read it out loud now. Rescuers also recovered two bodies in the water alongside her, including that of a toddler. Okay. And that's when the podcast took a turn. Yikes. Anyway, good for Marcus Saul and great for Josepha, who survived. Bad, bad news for the toddler. All right. You don't, you don't want to hear about that. R.I.P. Toddler. Damn. Yeah. Please bring up another sport. <laughs> we can get into a little college football. Why not? Yeah. Might as uh, well. So Arizona's quarterback, Khalil Tate, came out and said he intentionally sabotaged Navy coach uh, Ken Niamataolo. I, I have not, no idea if I said I that right. I think you might have crushed that. I think you might have crushed that. Uh, his candidacy for the job in uh, Tucson because he didn't want to run the triple option. Okay. How, said, did, how did he personally sabotage So he, he tweeted, I think he tweeted something along the lines like, I ain't run the fucking triple option. And he said... I don't, well, yeah. He said, I knew exactly what I was doing. Subtle. What, what is happening here, Mike? You're, you're moving 
you're moving the, the goalpost right now in this document. Subtle. Uh, he came out and said, I knew exactly what I was doing when I tweeted that out. Uh, he told Bleacher Report, I don't do Twitter. When I tweet something, I download the app, tweet, then delete the app from my phone. So when I tweet, it's important. <clears throat> so he got this guy. Like, they're very, <coughs> well, very he much said that considering allowed. this man to be the new football coach after Rich Rodriguez at Arizona. So, But he tweeted that out. They uh, got rid of him out of consideration, and they hired Kevin Selma. Khalil Tate said out loud, I don't do Twitter. When I tweet something, I download the app, tweet, then delete the app from my phone. So when I tweet, it's important? Yeah. This man's living <laughs> in 2030. Wow. This dude is a douchebag. Yeah, no, I love it. It's like... I like I understand why he did that, though. I wouldn't want to run the, tri- the triple option. If I wasn't a triple option. Oh, no, option. I don't want to run the triple option either. I'm just saying... Uh, downloading the Twitter, logging in, tweeting one thing, uninstalling the app, and deleting it from your phone. What are you doing? You're just getting the word out. It's like, I have something to say. Tweet. He's just being dramatic and saying there was what intent. What are you, a 14-year-old girl? Teenage girl? I don't think he is. I think he's probably... In- you think he's a man? Yeah. No, and he got Kevin Sumlin hired at Arizona, essentially. That's going to be huge. I, I dig Sumlin. I can't wait to see Sumlin in I'm back in on Arizona Kevin co-eds. Yeah. I think he's a good coach. The swag copter. Over under on how many seasons it takes for something to happen between him and a co-ed. I'd put it... Six months? Two and a half seasons is where <laughs> I put it at. Like right before the season starts? I need God, more... I keep if, forgetting if you can that provide this, got Jimbo Fisher. That's Arizona, people. We need you to provide us with more Kevin Sumlin as a raging alcoholic takes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> please provide those. Allegedly. That's what I'm saying. We need more evidence. To the fact that he has a drinking problem. So uh, unproven fact. Yeah, I mean, football season's what four weeks away now. No. Yeah. College football last week of August. Oh damn! <laughs> can't come soon enough, Ross and Dylan. Am I right? right? Damn. Yeah. Can't come soon enough. <laughs> how are you? Uh, how are you doing on gambling? Right now? Yeah. Pretty good. Me too. You yeah. had a nice lick over the weekend. Nice lick over the weekend with uh. Oh Malinari. yeah. With what? Francesco I, I, Molinari. I had the British Open winner. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Or as Dan says, Francisco Molinari. Yeah, Molinari. It's kind of like, yeah. I, I say Super Mario instead of Super Mario. You pronounce names like uh, the leader of the Inglorious Bastards, I pronounce names character. like I sniffed paint for too long when I was a child. Molinari. Yeah. He says names like he's from Delco. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't shake it. Well, I'm ready for... I'm ready for college football gambling, dude. You can take the boy out of Delco, but you can't take the Delco out of a boy. Okay. I'm still not clear on what Delco is. Surrounding area of Philadelphia, Delaware County. Delaware County? Delaware County. Is Philadelphia in the state of Delaware? <laughs> no. Then why the it's hell right is on the it called Delaware County? Uh, no one knows. It's right on the, the edge of like Jersey, Delaware, Pennsylvania. Uh, this is all too confusing. Yeah. Geography. Paris, Texas. Texas. cover. That's what we talk about on here. <laughs> little known facts about geography and city but names. Little program announcement. We'll be switching to two shows a week during college football season. So I think we're going to start that the week before college football Which season. Which days of the week, Dan? I think we're doing Monday, Thursday. <laughs> That's hot. Yeah, so, so Monday is going to be like the recap. We'll talk about all the shit that went down that weekend. And then Thursday is the preview for the, the next weekend. So Exciting times. Once we get those times locked down, we will we'll let you know... When the podcast will be coming out. Huge. Yeah. Uh, another Big college dick. football news. The Sun Belt announced uh, during their media days that they created a wrestling championship championship belt for the conference winner, which I think is tight. 
That's fucking stupid. <laughs> Good this God, that's stupid. The Sun Belt. The Fun Belt, baby. Who they wants gotta, this belt? That's fucking gimmicky. I know you're the Sun Belt. You can get away with gimmicks. Wait, is it going to be so called gimmicky. the Fun Belt? No. It should be. Question. <laughs> Are the, who's in the Sun Belt? No one knows. Now? Is, is Texas State it, it, in there? It constantly changes. Dude. But I'm pretty this, sure Texas State is. If Texas State University is in the Sun Belt, this is a game changer for me. I care about that belt. Like teams uh, yes. constantly your are moving school, up to conference. Your USA. alma mater is in the te- Texas State. Let's is fucking yeah. go. So we I got need the this. Arkansas State Red Wolves, who I used to always do a dynasty mode in NCAA football because I just wanted to take a really shitty team. It looks like a wrestling belt. Yeah, it's a wrestling belt. Fuck yes. <laughs> Uh, you got the South Alabama Jaguars. I need, you know what I need? Appalachian so State. After this season, I want to be able to go to an academy sports and outdoors in the San Marcos area and, get a and take a photo with this belt. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then purchase a replica. That's we got the, the Troy Trojans in the Sun Belt. Yeah, noted Texas State rival. Noted Troy. team that beat LSU last year. I don't even know if they're a rival. Texas State is officially in the Sun Belt. Yes, dude. Yeah. We're doing it. We're going for the belt, baby. <laughs> so you got something to look forward to. All right, fuck it. Let's ride. Hey, but you you, <laughs> you get it, though, right? Like yeah, Sun Belt. belt. I, sun Belt. Championship Belt. They're both belts. I, fun I, Belt. I get it. That's good. That's good. Fun Belt. Yeah. Let's go, baby. But it shouldn't look like a wrestling belt. It yes, be, it should. It be its own. What, you want it to be a cowboy belt? With like a huge belt buckle? That'd be tight. <laughs> okay, that'd be kind of tight. Yeah. A wrestling belt's tight, though. It's kind of. They're both tight. It's a more glorified yeah but it's a wrestling belt it's not a football belt are there football belts no but you gotta make one up (laughs) yeah I don't know I'm okay with this I like it you know what I like Ross what the products at onit.com I know you do Dan I mean if you go to onit.com slash grandex you can get a free sample of alpha brain that is their nootropic what's a nootropic what does alpha brain do helps you focus you know what's funny mental clarity and and awareness it makes and, you uh, sharp. It's also uh, an energy boost. Last night I was playing Fortnite with some dudes on 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 Twitch, and somebody in the chat stream, somebody who was watching me play, said, "Can you overdose on Alpha Brain?" I don't know the answer, but I don't think you can. It'll you make you probably, sharp. You'll get so sharp that you'll cut yourself. Here, here's my answer. Let's not find out. Yeah, let's not find Just out. Just take the recommended dosage. Take yeah. the recommended dosage of Alpha Brain. Get sharper, more. Aware, more elite is what it'll do. And then do on six. Elite. Yeah. The new home workout plan. You've heard us talk about it for months now. I'm going to be doing on it six myself when uh, when it's not 115 degrees in my garage. I'm close. Ross Fit goes on in my garage, and that's where I'm going to start doing on it six. I'd say somewhere in the next eight to ten months I'll start. But you don't even need a space that big. No, you don't. You can do it in a tiny space as long as you have enough room to stretch. That's all you need. You don't need a trainer. You don't need any expensive equipment. Just enough room to stretch, and you can do on at six and get all types of jacked, get calves like me. Uh, You got this. So go to onit.com slash grandex, and you can receive 10% off all supplements and food, including that free sample of Alpha Brain. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Get brained up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Get that brain sound. On it.com. O-N-N-I-T.com slash grandex. All right, let's get into golf. Golf? What happened What's over golf? There? Golf. What's golf? Golf. Oh, golf. Golf. Oh, golf. Golf. It's a fucking ball. So you're talking about Jared Goff. British Open, baby. Gaff. Or the Open. The Open. The Open. The Open Championship. I, I, it was the most watched British Open in 18 years. It had 6.48 million viewers. The leaderboard was... Sexy. It was tight for a long while. It it was had very the makings sexy. of a a really hot Sunday. It just still was fun. It was fun. It was worth it. But when 
When Tiger, I mean, Tiger, when Tiger went double and then bogey and then Speed forgot how to play golf. Yeah. It kind of lost a, a little shine. But, uh, uh, I said this on Touching Base the other day. Speed is getting a total pass solely because of Tiger Woods. Yep. Pretty much. That's a, that's a lot. That's very accurate to me. He shot, what, four over on the day? People would be ripping his ass. Three or four over. But it's Tiger time. Nobody cares about Speed right now. Right. But he was very clearly in the lead. He was nine under. I think we finished five or six under. So he's three or four over on the day. Uh, Tiger, of course, when he hits that shot out of the trap where he just went to the fucking moon, I thought, I'm like, Tiger's back. Tiger I, is back. I think he is back. He is I, back. I, it, I thought he was going to win the tournament, though. I'm like, I don't even care about what the money. What, he finished in sixth place? Something like that. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's his closest to winning a major he's come in 10 years. And... Uh, or twelve years, and the, since two thousand eight, I think, or twelve years, years whatever, man, I can't do fucking math. <laughs> Five years, maybe, who knows? But nobody knows. It, you can't even Google it. But the point is, there he had. It was like okay, last year when we were watching Tiger, there would be flashes of greatness where you were like, you could see it, you could see him coming back. You were like, shit, man, is he really gonna do this? This year, it's a lot of greatness with flashes of shit. Like there's a few shots. He's just a few shots away, man, from well, being from taking this. If fucking he just thing. doesn't try the fucking flop shot, it could be a whole other ball. It game. was two, three <laughs> shots that he just blew horribly. That was the difference. Other than that, he played fucking great. He was unbelievable. He hit shots that made you go, "God damn, nobody else could do that." It was sick. Watching it was very fun. All about this. I hope he. I hope he has. Five more years of this level of play, I'd be so happy with that. He'll win at least one more major. I believe he will, too. And it's going to be fucking gnarly, and we're all going to cry, and America's going to go crazy. It's going to be awesome. I don't know, man. He's got that cyborg back. He could be playing golf for another 10 years. I just want five <laughs> years at this level. It would be so huge. We need it. I want him going for the record at like 50. Inject that man with whatever type of Wolverine style. Go to Germany, get the the Kobe Bryant s- blood cycle. Spin your blood, spin your whatever you get, sperm, whatever you got to do. Spin that sperm. I always say that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Frankie, Frankie Molinari. He won. Took huh? it home. He parted his way to victory. That's great. Good for him. Yes. And you. Super Good, steady. Great for you. Not I a can't super sexy you. win, I but I like the kid. Did you bet on other people too? No, I mean I said on the podcast I bet on four people, but I put the most money on Molinari. That is at twenty five to one. I have never picked the winner of a golf tournament as a future ever. It doesn't happen. Good for you. Like everyone else, I put like ten bucks on Molinari. I put at twenty five to one. I put like hundred bucks. So what'd you win? Like two grand. Twenty five to one. Damn. Sweet. Drinks on Dan. Sweet. I I still think I'm down on the air. <laughs> yeah, probably. But we got college football around the corner, so that's not a good thing, Dan. And we got golf this weekend. Yeah, he says that like he—that's his chance to get back to. It's not. It's get really, back to really not. Baby. College get back football to the is the one that sucks me in so hard, and it's how I end up having like literally fifteen to twenty-five nah. open bets on a Saturday, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, what's happening? I can't even keep up with this shit. For sure. But if there's things you want to listen to me on this podcast, it's college football, it's mixed martial arts. And it's probably okay. I, cal- calm down, Dan. I'm you're, say not, golf you're not too. the MMA resident MMA master. Yeah, here. but I do really well when I bet MMA and golf. From the guy who's down on the year after hitting yeah. a big one on Sunday, right. we're, we're gonna start <laughs> listening. Yeah. To Dude, you. I'm down because of NBA and NCAA tournament basketball. I shouldn't gamble basketball at all. I'll just put that out there. And ba- and baseball. Baseball is killing me hmm. for the most part. Whatever, man. Whatever. Right. This week is the RBC Canadian Open. Didn't even know this existed. It's the fifth major. As people. 
often call it. Uh, yeah. <sighs> no one calls it. No we got, there's a, a lot good, of guys actually in this tournament that are uh, coming over across the pond. We got DJ who's favored at less than five to one. I don't even know why you would even take that juice. Like he might win. He's probably going to win the tournament because he's, I think he's finished second the last like three or four years. But he he owns this course. But he's you get him at like four and a half to one. That doesn't seem dude. Right somebody fit. won the last two years. Like is oh, going uh, for Johnny two in Vegas. A row. Johnny yeah. Vegas has won the last two times. But UT he, zone. He is not. I don't anywhere close to the favorite. Top top the favorite board. So you don't care about the Canadian Open, Dylan? Nope. All right. Sure don't. <laughs> it's the, I never care about the tournament right after a major ever. Ever. Yeah, nobody nobody watches this. Nobody cares. <laughs> That's why they scheduled this one for this week is no one's yeah. gonna tune in anyway. Just, just get it's DJ Canada. O'Dub and let's all go home. Nobody needs to watch Jonathan shouldn't be spelled the way it's spelled, by the way. Jonathan. J H N O I'm sorry. J H O N A T T A N Vegas. It's nah. a tight name. It's a long nah. one. I think it's a tight name. You spelled that wrong, bruh. Spelled that wrong. <laughs> Be tight to have the last name Vegas, though. Tight, 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 tight. All right, let's get into the most electrifying segment in all, the entire podcast game. Wow, mascot of the week. You really talked it up there, Dan. That's a high bar you just set. Good luck. Yeah, I don't Good usually, luck. Fuck. Why did I set it so high? The greatest of in all the podcasts uh, in the world. In the world, this is it. <laughs> the best segment in existence in any show of any form: television, radio, podcast. YouTube, this is the best segment in the world right here. Good luck, Dan. That's just one man's opinion. Two men now. Can we get a third? Who's the fucking mascot already? Yeah, just read the mascot. Our mascot of the week is an unofficial mascot, but he is Delta State's fighting okra. What does that mean, unofficial mascot? The student body has adopted him as their mascot, but he's not their official mascot. Why not? And he's still... I Who totally is agree. their official mascot? Uh, all right. So since its inception, Delta State sports teams have officially been known as the Statesmen that because is of the stupid. role State Representative Walter uh, Silers Jr. played in the location of the school, which is in Cleveland, Mississippi. Ooh. Sillers was Speaker of the Mississippi House of Representatives for 20 years, and the female teams are called the Lady Statesmen. That's a terrible name. That's awful. It's a trash name. Here's the th- here's the thing. The Lady Statesmen. If you apply to Delta State University and you do not get in, you are a moron. <laughs> 87% acceptance rate. That it's means like, they don't take the morons, like the bottom of the barrel morons, they let everybody else in. So just so you know, if you're listening and you got a rejection letter from Delta State, you are a moron. A moron. <laughs> However, since the late 1980s, the student body has embraced a mascot that depicts a piece of okra wearing boxing gloves and brandish, uh, a brandish fierce expression the fighting okra grew out of humor among students about the improbability that anyone would find a statesman particularly frightening you don't like are you afraid of your congressman or your I statesman personally but actually, that's just yeah. I, I guess actually yeah, i know what the system is capable of so i am very scared of my congressman but have you seen a picture of this thing look at this Yes, it's incredible. It's very cool. That is I'm, a fighting okra. I'm yeah, a, that's tight. I'm a big fan of okra. It's like an uh, old-timey boxer. Okra reminds me of Luby's Cafeteria. I don't particularly care for okra. I'm an okra guy if, if I'm at Luby's. What is other an okra? Time. I know it's like a it's vegetable, It's a vegetable right? and it's, it's a veggie. fried. And it's, it's not always fried. Whatever, it's dude. It's always fried. Fried it? okra is it's the not only okra. Fried. It's the only okra I'm aware of is fried I've, okra. Actually, I, my favorite way to have it is pickled. 
but I don't even like it. Pickled okra. I'll say this about Pickled. this okra. It looks like he's got a big old piece on him. <laughs> what, Micah? What do you guys say about okra? I prefer, stu- I prefer stewed okra. You, see, you're trash. And I like grilled okra. You, you are okra absolute a lot of trash. Ways. Grilling okra, summertime is, is okra season, S-E-N. Go grill some okra this week. Don't grill any okra this week. Do it. Don't. Put some salt on there. You will be question. grossly disappointed. What vegetable family is the okra from? Can you no one smoke knows. okra? You can smoke anything. <laughs> Smoking all the okras. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean like how you smoke meats, not like how you smoke crap. Um, I don't... Yeah, you, sure. Smoke you can just eat right off the damn vine, wherever it grows on. Yeah, but sure. Dylan doesn't want this okra smoke. You don't want it. Mm, you don't, you want, don't this want this smoke. smoke. You don't want this smoke, You don't bro. want this smoke. Tell us more facts about this okra. Uh, so, yeah, in the mid-1990s, a student vote was taken, resulting in the university taking on the Fighting Okra as the unofficial mascot. The Fighting Okra was featured in the Okra-phobia episode of Food Network show Good Eats. There was an episode of Good Eats called Okra-phobia. Didn't know People that. People were scared of okra? Maybe. Dylan. That's probably why they picked it as their mascot. It's an intimidating Imagine how soft vegetable. you have to be to be scared of okra. Oh, this is getting good. Probably the people who don't get accepted into Delta State. Yeah, 13 percenters. The popularity of the fighting okra grew so much that many myths started on how the mascot came to be. The most popular of these stated that the stubborn okra plant at first base on the baseball field that grew back every time it was cut. What? (laughs) This is so fucking stupid, dude. The true origin of the fighting okra mascot was a discussion between basketball and baseball players in the Court of Governors dormitory. The statesman mascot was temporarily prohibited from participating in athletic activities after a physical altercation with the Mississippi College Choctaw mascot at a basketball game. So their their mascot got suspended. So they were just—they needed something to replace him. So they came up with this okra, a a okra that is an old-timey like 1930s boxer. It's funny, man, because it's the the brightest and best minds in America that go to Delta State, and all they could come up with was an okra. It's yeah, that's wild. I love it. Uh, if you go to school, a university—it's in Mississippi, in Cleveland, Mississippi. <laughs> that is some shit, my friend. Cleveland, I mean, Mississippi, home of the Fighting Okra, the Statesman, but unofficial. Marcus Dupree, maybe. Think I learned that. I, I can look up famous alumni right now. Who? I think Marcus Dupree is from Cleveland, Mississippi. The greatest it never was. You know who Marcus Dupree is? Yeah, yeah. He's from Cleveland, Mississippi. I think. Check me on that. I'm about to tell you. Check Philadelphia, me Mississippi. Ah, mm. I knew it was a big city yeah, yeah, <laughs> name yeah. in Mississippi. Here's the thing uh, that they should stop doing in, in Mississippi, and that's naming their cities After other actual big cities. cities. Kind of yeah. like Paris, Texas. Morons. What are they doing? See, full circle here. That's Noted what we're doing. Noted Delta yeah. State alumni, uh, John Grisham. Oh. What? A fellow writer, Bill. Like American yourself. novelist. An author just like me. Yes. Just like me. We have a lot in common, me and John. Sales numbers are one of the things we have in common. Was he a New York Times bestseller? Was was he? A million I'm pretty times sure over. he's like eighteen thousand <laughs> books that he's gotten on that list, man. Yeah, he's he's much more. Uh, he's rich, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Very, 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 very rich. The, also, not a bad looking dude, John Grisham. Doesn't get no. credit for that, but he but he's not. David P. Abney, the chief, the CEO of uh, UPS, also went to Delta State. Pop Pop gets a Grisham. <laughs> Who? CEO of UPS went to Delta State. He's a fighting okra. Wow! If there was a vegetable, do you think an okra is the most intimidating vegetable? No, 
No, you want a uh, a radish, the most dick-like vegetable you can get, like a the carrot? biggest hog one. No, not a carrot, dude. What? Cucumber. Like a yeah, like a cucumber, grapefruit. grapefruit. Not grapefruit. Not not grapefruit circular. Eggplant. Sorry. Eggplant. Something that reminds you of a big old hog. That's what you want. And then you hit people with it. You hit, you, the mascot hits people with himself? I'm He's, not sure what I meant. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I mean, this okra looks like he has a big old hog. He does. He looks like he's got a hang down there. That thing's just... <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What are Time we doing to wrap here? this thing up, I Wait, what, is there, There's more on this, Dan. Will you, will you finish? Yeah, we can be finished with it. No, 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 no. I'm Y'all saying, don't seem as... I'm into this. Well, we've been talking about, about okra for 20 minutes at some point. Pretty important, though. You have to admit. I pretty mean, important. What other podcast is doing like 15 minutes on okra? Right. Hold on. Hold on. There was something else. Oh, the DSU baseball team began using the chant okra, okra, okra at, at DSU basketball games. Maybe wow. the what? worst sports <laughs> chant. What a chant. Of all time. It's what? up there. That's some shit there. That mm. is some shit. Wow. But we have a hotline, Ross. That's good. Mendo. We should. We should have a hotline. Yeah. Uh, the number is 800-392-6344. Once again, that's 800-392-6344. Today we have three calls. Fuck yeah. Participation. Yeah. So make sure to hit us up, get on the show, bring the heat. Here's our first call. Hey, Backdoor Cover. This is from the lower North Carolina area. I think it's time for some way too early college football picks. Um sick of baseball basketball's over no hockey football hasn't started yet i think it's time let's hear them picks, on picks? picks. way too early college football picks. i got one for you under three and a half games jimbo fisher loses his mind at a&m and has a confrontation with a&m oh, fans i am that might be what i'm most excited for this season is jimbo in in uh, aggieland for real? And what? For, why? Why? I'm just interested to see how that goes. He he's Hopefully very goes clearly. Well, I yeah, should explain yeah. myself. He very clearly is like uncomfortable. I have already. lots and lots of Aggies in my family. I've got a couple of in-laws. I've got like 15 on my side of the family. All my parents, my uncles, everybody's a fucking Aggie, and I like watching them suffer. And um, I just the Jimbo th- people are going to have too high of expectations just from the off the get off the bat. For, for what the Aggies are able to do. And I'm excited about that. I like seeing these people crushed. We have that in common. Yeah. The Aggies, uh, they mean well, but they're freaks. And they know it. They're fucking weirdos. And they, uh, they're very strange people. They're just a weird group. And, and I, don't mean, I don't mean to offend anybody. I just like to see them lose. Yeah, no. It's like, At sports, not life. At it's sp- like Jimbo just went life. to a, like a mental asylum. Yeah, he he had no idea. Those pictures of him, like, uh, oh, the video I made. Yeah, that's a beautiful video. A while back, where he's doing that like little shake and chant, and he's just very. He's just full of remorse. You can see it in his eyes. You could. That he he's won't like, even. Oh, he fuck. won't even be able to look himself in the mirror. So when that's he my pick. His teeth that for lock it in under I, three and a half. Games, I have a pick. It's goes uh, Alabama making the college football playoff. Really going off on a limb there, Ross. Yeah, that's my pick. Um, Texas Take it or beats, leave it. Texas beats OU this year. Okay. Speaking of Texas. You want you want a real first pick first first week, Maryland plus ten and a half over Texas, in Maryland. Over Texas, take the just 10 Maryland and a half. plus ten and a half. Take the ten and a half. Yeah, that's great. Thanks for that pick. Yeah. Next yeah. call. What's up, guys? This is Trevor from Connecticut. I just need to talk to somebody about the Mets situation. Noah Syndergaard, we all know him. Thor, the pitcher. 
he gets fucking hand, foot, and mouth disease, which you don't get. He's a 25-year-old. He's in, living in New York City. He got a children's disease, working with children during the All-Star break. So he came back from the DL, pitched against the Yankees, and then the report comes out, oh, he had diminished velocity because he has this six-year-old disease. And then the rumor, there's this girl that he was with over the weekend. She posted an Instagram of her hand, her foot, and her mouth and said, I'm good, I'm good, I'm great. Just food for thought. I don't know. I'm I'm freaking out with this team. Nothing ever goes right for them. I should have been a Yankees fan. I blew it. Peace. Here's a question. The only thing, okay, the only thing I know about hand, foot, and mouth disease are the posters you see in airports. Yeah. What exactly is it? This is a common children's virus causing sores in the mouth and a rash on the hands and feet. It's in the, it's in the name, I guess. So... Noah Syndergaard got hand, foot, and mouth disease. Yeah. <laughs> what? Wow, that's How's sucks. that happen? That's handling a bummer. children or something? He was trying to help the kids like Trick Daddy. Love the kids. Love the kids. Is this something you have kids. to worry about as a, a parent? Dylan? You know, when you, you ask yourself, how do I reach these kids? How do you, uh, get this you also disease? have to ask yourself, I how don't do I know. avoid hand, foot, and mouth disease? You see, you know the posters in the airport you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't read posters. Well, they're like gross pictures, and then it says, like, avoid hand, foot, mouth disease. What does that mean? What, do I, what am I supposed to do? Avoid I all hands, feet, and mouths? I don't know. They're everywhere. It's fucking weird, huh? The world is a crazy place, man. You can get all kinds of shit. You just why you stay in your home and gamble. That's but it. it. Apparently, it's contagious or something. Bet on sports. Stay at so. home. It seems like a pitcher with hand, <laughs> foot, and mouth disease... You hold the ball with your hand if you've never watched baseball uh, out there. If you feet, listen in full. Feet are pretty big. Useful as well. Yeah. Feet. Well, I'm I'm saying if it's contagious and you're holding the ball in your hand oh. and you have hand, foot, and mouth disease and you're throwing the ball to somebody else who has to hold it with their hand, isn't the whole t- isn't the whole squad gonna get hand, foot, and mouth disease? Whole squad getting hand, foot, and mouth, man. Whole squad on hand, foot, and mouth. That's fucking weird. The Mets. Who? Ca- I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, nobody cares. No I mean, cares yeah. What expectations did you have? They're yeah, like you're the twenty Mets. games under five hundred. Oh, the Mets. The Mets. Hmm. All right. Next call. Jeff calling in from Toronto for the Backdoor Cover podcast. Uh, just want to say I'm loving the golf talk about the Open. It's a big week, second best major of the year. And uh, Billy, I just want to reach out. I'm uh, I happen to be a golf pro up in Canada here, and uh, this is an open invitation for you and the boys to come out to my club, uh, St. George's Golf and Country Club, one of the best clubs in the world. You can look it up if you don't believe me, but. Uh, you're talking about how that swing is garbage, and let me tell you, as a fan, just for you, I will give you a free lesson, and hopefully we can fix that so Dorn doesn't take all your money on the golf course. But I uh, just want to say, love the podcast. Would love to hear a little bit more golf talk, and uh, just keep up the good work, lads. All right. Have a good one. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Nice guy. I've always wanted to go to Canada. Uh, I love the Canadians. They're great people. Uh, by the way, yeah, that no, I'm ta- I'll take you up on that. Please come fix me. I spent about 40 minutes in my garage yesterday with a golf club in my hand, just standing there trying to figure out what's wrong with me. It is a He's lot. He's in Toronto, he said? He said Canada. Well, Tor- Toronto is <laughs> in think, Canada. I think, I think he's outside said, Toronto. I think he said yeah. Toronto. I know Toronto's in Canada. I know uh, that. Fuck, I'll go. Dude, I've never been to Canada. Uh, they have weed, too. Legalized weed, I believe. They mm-hmm. do. And... Uh, Golf less. I might be moving to Canada as soon as we're done with work today. That was a lot. That me and that guy are best friends now. I bet it's not 108 in Canada right now, like it is here. It might be though. Nah, it really is. Isn't it directly above us? What? 
Canada? Oh, no. It's nowhere close to the equator. They'll stop. No, no, no. <laughs> it's straight up from if you went from up. the United States. You mean north? Yeah, I mean north. It usually gets colder as you go north. Oh, oh, you meant temperature. Yeah. I, I thought you were talking about time, like time zones. No. Nah, I'm sorry, nah, friends. It's hot there. Much colder in Canada. It's yes. not even 108 here. But I believe Toronto is more eastern than we are. Well, whatever, man. I'm not a geologist. Geologist. <laughs> they study dinosaurs, right? I believe they study rocks. Oh. Yes, Dylan is correct. <laughs> but it's just a bunch of morons. We are. This is the stupid <sighs> show. That'll make me feel smart. We're dumb, dumb, and like super smart. Stupid head over here. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have any more calls? I want those lessons. Hey, good call. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll go up there. I don't know. I just love that accent. I don't know either. I love Canadians. Canadian I love uh, the best. I love Minnesotans as not well. The best. It's pretty. What's good. the best accent? Australia. They're not in this Australian this Australian women, dude. Australian uh I like the I like a good British accent. Oh, I think Scottish British. is probably my favorite. A good a good British accent makes you feel classy as hell. Scottish are tight though. Do people in Antarctica have an accent? I don't want to be I'm from my, Scotland. I judge accents based on what they would sound like saying naughty things to me. And the mm. Scottish one is just creepy. Spanish. It's scary. Yeah, Spanish is great. If you just speak Spanish. If you call me Poppy, it's over. How are you going to say Canadian's the best, Dan? Are you high? It's tight. It's not, it's. Oh, I enjoy a good Canadian accent, though, eh? That's like fucking Minnesota, yeah, too. Yeah, it's kind of like Fargo. Yeah, it's a little bit like Fargo. It's about the same. Eh? Oh, eh? They say eh. Everybody knows that. <sighs> yeah. Well, that's the show, guys. I thought we had another call. That uh, was three. That was all three. I can't yeah. count. Do you all have any shouts? I have no shouts. No, I don't want to shout to anybody. No shouts. All right. <laughs> Check out RowdyGentleman.com. New fall line is out. Use the code BACKDOOR to get 10% off. I'm going to do Subscribe. some plugs here, Dan. I'm going to plug some stuff. You want to plug things? Yeah. What are you plugging? You should go listen to Touching Base, the podcast that's hosted by Dylan Shivery and David Ruff and Will DeFreeze. Thank you, Bill. It's a very funny show. It's for adults. Uh... Who like fun shit. Who like funny sh to laugh together. You should also go listen to the Ross Boland podcast. That's hosted by myself and Micah here. And we also like to have fun, but in a different way. That's it. That's all I have. Thank you, Dan, for your time. Mm -hmm. Subscribe and rate on iTunes. And write a stellar review on this show, Backdoor Re Cover. Review us, baby. Give us five stars. Tell us how you like these sports talks. Tell us about it. And then follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter is at Backdoor Cover and Instagram is at Backdoor Cover Podcast. Hold me. Fix my swing though, please. Please, dude. I Legitimately, I have one goal for the between the ages of 30 and 40. What I want to accomplish. It doesn't have anything to do with kids or family or money. It's just fix my golf swing so that I can like be respectable again on the golf course. That's all I want. One goal. 10 years. Somebody help. That's what you want? Just... What, what, what's your goal in your golf game? You want to shoot like... No, I want to have a, a pretty swing. It's not about score. It's no score? It's just no about score. the swing looking like something normal. That's all. Okay. Well, we're going to end the show with uh, the British Open EDM mix you didn't really think you needed. I thought we were going to end it with a prayer. We could do that too. No, let's, <laughs> let's, play, that, not. let's play that song instead. This song's yeah. tight.